0: Hey, welcome to episode number three of the Strictly Professional Podcast. Uh, my name is Chaz Emmerich, your host, I suppose, and um, I'm just prepending pending uh, a little intro here because, uh, well, I wasn't very organized when, uh, when we did this, so uh, we recorded this episode back on, uh, let's see, <clears throat> December 3rd, uh, and it's the 14th right now, uh, and uh, hopefully it'll go out live uh, today, so that shows you how organized I am around this. Um, but with us today, we have uh, Chris Lloyd, uh, associated with the Cocotron Project, uh, Gerard Gualberto, uh, Chris Miles, and Lou Franco, uh, and myself. Uh, and The main theme of, uh, of uh, this episode is user interfaces, the tools that are available for building them, or some of them, um, and uh, we wander all over the map after that. Uh, so... Enjoy listening. Uh, we enjoyed recording. And um, if anybody has any comments or questions or whatever, and you want uh, us to talk about different things or something in particular, uh, feel free to go to the podcast website at strictlyprofessional.wordpress.com and uh, leave a comment with your name and such. And, uh, you know, we'll read it on air, as it were. And uh, maybe it'll spark a conversation of some sort. All right. On with the show.
1: That, I hit record I thought you were gonna introduce us
0: no no I mean <clears throat> topic
1: <clears throat> oh, yeah what's your topic yeah topic well
0: I uh, just just UI related stuff um, you know there was a whole grab bag of things and then you know then the cloud IT kind of thing and I'm looking at building a, basically I just call together whatever people I'd like to pick the brains of each episode <laughs>
2: there
0: you go because I, I'm, I'm looking at um, I mean, I just finished a long, relatively long development process on a thick client app, mm-hmm. and now we're looking at what we need to do for a couple uh, bits that need uh, web interfaces. Um, and there's a lot of options.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: And so I figured I'd grab people that I knew that did interfaces and there you go. shoot the shit. So, what did you write your thick client, uh, client Uh NetBeans Bridge Client Platform. Okay. Um, which Miles and I were talking about this before you came. Um, it's a great platform uh, in terms of being able to compose components in a in a you know reasonably in, independent way and still be able to have a decent user user experience around it. Mm-hmm. Um, the GUI builder is great. The ecosystem around it is great. Um, you know, you're in swing, which is good and bad. Right. Um, but for what we do, and for what the uh, for what the user uh, uh, profile is, it's perfect. I mean, you know, people doing extended periods of work that require you know a lot of compute, and you know, yeah. want to have that data local to 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 where they're doing their work and oh, yeah. <coughs> They're just looking for something to get the job done. They're not at all looking for bling or any kind of right. fancy right. anything. Even approaching like you know the UX right. crowd, uh, and so you know V1 that we pushed out is uh, it's definitely rough in the UI on the UI side because you know we don't want to have different swing looking and feels, and so we just use metal, right. which. Eh, Whatever it works for them, and yeah. we're not trying to be fancy. But I mean, there's stuff like uh, s- the Substance look and feel, which is gorgeous. You can put that next to uh, next to any Flex or Air app, and mm-hmm. look perfectly reasonable. Um, um, and so, why not just go with the, the native look and feels? Well, the problem with the native look and feels is that uh, they is that the Swing look and feel mechanism is generally um, uh, platform-independent with regard to layout, but only generally. Uh, in a prior lifetime, I built the a, ThickLine a app that was around for a while and got deployed to a bunch of different platforms, and you're always, oh, this doesn't look right under Windows looking and field. oh, this doesn't look right under, there was some guy who was using uh, Solaris and, what do you call the, their windowing toolkit? Oh, I this don't is what it a CD number of years CD ago. One. Yeah, CDE, That's
1: it. Um, this this doesn't look good under CD, no. and no, just no weird no. and weird. No. They yeah. don't they don't actually use native components. I think it's worth not using the native toolkit, the native look and feel, just because you you can't trust them to have done it right. Right. So exactly. You might as well make it look different so that people don't have an expectation. Exactly.
0: So. Which is exactly what Flex and Air have done. They yeah. they, they, they put their skin on it and that's the that's way those apps Don't think of it like a Windows app.
1: Right. Don't, don't think you can do those things. That was an amazing...
0: That that was a horrible trap that Sun fell into in terms of trying to yeah. get up, you know, platform... Uh, yeah. Uh, platform fidelity. Um, um, I don't know how many man hours, man Well,
1: years they, tried get, it on they tried to get... They try. It's fine to go for platform fidelity but then, if you are, use the native components. Yeah. I mean... They, if you're not going to use the native components, then I wouldn't even try because it's not worth it. You're always going to be wrong. Which they tried with AWT, right? Well, I mean, but it, it, What is it? SWT? That's successful?
0: Yeah, but that's. I mean, it. You that uses native, direct native peers, but Eclipse apps don't look like they don't native like the Windows any apps. Native. Most yeah, of the time. I mean, they have
1: all of the Eclipse itself does. No, it doesn't. The, I don't know. I feel like it looks like basically like a Windows app.
0: A lot of the, like, all the main controls, like the menus Mm -hmm. and the window dressing and and things like that, like, those are definitely native, but so much of the application is uh, rendered using, um, uh, essentially lightweight components, like Mm -hmm. the, like the tab panes and the, and the window management. They have their own chart. Yeah. Yeah, but there's no charts that will use Date pickers, they don't use the native date picker. Um, Random stuff like that, okay. and so you can tell you you can always tell you're on an on uh, an eclipse app. Um, and so I think it was just a I think it was just a you know tilting at windmills that someone had this idea that you just had to lock into the native platform. Right. I mean, what what toolkit aside from you know Cocoa and you know uh, Windforms or whatever actually looks like the native toolkit? You can tell when you're using a Qt app on OS X.
3: Yeah. Well, I think business applications written with Swing deployed on Windows mm-hmm. as much like a Windows application. Is mostly with the affinity client or some of the other weird business applications. Yeah. To deal with. Well, the uh, great thing about that is that the
2: people that are using it don't care what it looks like necessarily. Yeah, like the, the end users are not really critiques of uh, that kind of stuff, and, you know, and the managers are more interested. In, Efficiency and how to get things done quicker. If you can provide that in whatever tool you're using, yeah. that's the important thing, right? T- to me, the main thing with the swing, and I'm you know years
1: out of date with this, but I could tell I was using the swing app because it was just slower, slower to do everything, slower to repaint, slower to move around. Like it, it dragged around slower. Like, everything about it was just wrong in terms of like forget about what it looked like. It just the app itself wasn't like didn't feel polished. Didn't feel like it was. Built using something solid—that's that's the main reason I don't like it. That's thankfully not been the case for okay. many years. Okay. <laughs> I don't know about many years. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I—I'm not. I'm only maybe like three years
0: from wearing a Swing Hat. One, one, one five and forward, you're generally just fine. Okay. Um, and and under one six, and maybe the computers have caught up. Things enough are, to
1: make them.
2: <laughs> maybe not. Yeah, yeah. But are you using it on more than one platform? Windows app right? I mean, is the cross-platform nature of using it actually beneficial to you? That like, you do, can you fire it up on OS X and be like, oh, this looks oh great, well. Or you're just like I only develop on OS ten. Yeah. And right now,
0: all of our customers for the thick client app are on Windows. Yeah. And so, yeah. um, and I refuse to. I don't want to, as a matter of course, be developing on Windows, yeah. which is why we said let's use Metal. That way, we're always using that interface, regardless of yeah. Uh, you know what it looks like. You know exactly what it looks yeah. <coughs>
1: yeah. I mean, there, there are other advantages. Like when you get to the point where you're making your user manual, like yeah. just having yeah. one look and feel is yeah. just so much easier. If you're going to do screenshots, I mean, it's, it's a stupid thing. I mean, but when you're you know when you're a small company, you can't yeah. You know, I'm not going to have the, like two separate manuals and like two
0: separate assets for what screenshots look like. And two additional people to go around yeah. snapshotting behind everybody
3: yeah, that's... Yeah. I mean... Yeah, so... I you see it a lot of some of the um, technical books. Like, uh, I don't know, just anything. book on Rails or yeah. Python where they'll have some screenshots are from Windows, some are from OS X, some are from somewhere else. They're trying to get in the fact that it's... Yeah. You, know, you can do it in all these environments, but... Yeah, it just it hard So I ball. guess that makes Silverlight not an option for
1: you, for the web. Well, right. no, because yeah. so
0: if, I mean, I haven't played with it at all, but in principle I should be able to take our Java stuff and our Closure stuff and cross-compile it like we do with IKVM to produce an assembly, and then push
1: that out with Silverlight. Yep. Potentially. I don't know about what's your... You're, there's no uh, IDE for you on OS
0: There's no IDE, but the what you mean like for a UI designer kind yeah. of thing. Um, well, I don't know. I haven't gone that. Far yeah, yeah, I mean that's my that's that's the least of my concern. I mean, I guess you can
1: go moonlight and try to get that working, and spend, I mean, and like sharp Developer. or
0: whatever it's called. Yeah, I mean, UIs yeah. for us are are a cost sink fundamentally. It's the it's the functionality that is embedded within it or is backing it. If you're in a web context, that okay. that, that really matters. And so, if if de- if deploying with Silverlight happens to you know get us a long way down the path in terms of right easy deployability and yeah user experience that sort of thing, then
1: I have no problem with it yeah. at all. I mean, and you definitely need to put bring jars to the client side and run them there.
0: Not I mean, uh, not necessarily. If if we're talking about just a uh, just a strictly you know web front end yeah. to a back end service, then I don't see why uh, write something in right
1: sil- Silverlight or or just even HTML. Why yeah, no, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I guess that's the default, right? If you're doing a web, I, I feel like you have, to have a good reason not to use HTML JavaScript.
3: My my reasoning so it's like JavaScript getting faster and faster all the time.
0: Yeah, no, I I, I just yeah. saw this demo of uh, some particle uh, some particle yeah. visualization mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. canvas based and,
3: yeah.
0: and and it said, you know, make sure you run it on you yeah. know WebKit, which means Safari or whatever.
3: Yeah. Um, it was just stunning in yeah. terms yeah. of uh, the the, uh, Who are those people developing Atlas? The
2: yeah. Cappuccino guys? Yeah, the uh, Cappuccino uh, guys. Yeah. That's like it's like, like an all JavaScript yeah. application. Like from, from start to finish. finish. Yeah. well it's a they have this language Objective J which is basically they run through they have a parser that runs and spits up JavaScript from Objective J I guess gotcha. and then that runs in the browser so it's like not like that so they have their own language for the system which is yeah. similar to Objective C and the whole thing is based on yeah, I kinda think the Cocoa APIs I kind of think they had li- I'm not sure sh- I mean, you might be right I was thinking they had libraries for JavaScript yeah.
3: that they pull in
2: yeah, they have the Objective. Yeah, yeah, a whole component model and stuff like that. Right? Yeah, they have their Objective J libraries, would, which are written yeah. in Objective J. Yeah, oh, just I run through this. Language it's system.
1: more like GWT or something. You're writing. Yeah, but you you're just, not uh, writing the thing that gets deployed. It compiles to something. The JavaScript that gets deployed. Right. Yeah, I
4: don't know exactly where they, they do the translation. They, they do have a translator which basically takes this Objective J
2: turns it into JavaScript. I don't know if that's oh, yeah. backend or or running in the browser. Oh, what you end up with just a JavaScript application. Yeah, yes. in browser. yeah. yeah that's the, browser the requirement is the uh, you know, modern browser. I think they have, a they
3: have a standalone implementation mm-hmm. as
2: well. Yeah, I guess so what you, they, can, you can run it by itself. Just like. Yeah, well, they have, the, um I guess they have their Atlas application, which is like interface builder for
1: yeah. Cappuccino. It looks really
2: nice. And, um, their, oh, it's, their yeah. original I'm, I'm fiddling with a demo too, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> no, it looks a trap. Yeah. And their original plan was to offer it as a service on the web where you would go to their site and use Atlas and ah, set out your stuff. And, but I guess people didn't like that. They wanted to be able to save their stuff on their local disk. Yeah. So they re-engineered it. So they basically you know, run Atlas inside of basically a standalone browser kind of situation and where you can save the stuff on your local machine. So it's a desktop application which is written in yeah. Objective-J, JavaScript, etc. But so it you could write a pretty rich internet. pretty pretty rich application it has some cool tools like yeah. that. Well
1: go
3: Sprout Core also has a similar product. Mm. So what's this app what's what's the difference
1: between Atlas and Cappuccino? Atlas is the IDE. Oh okay. And Cappuccino is the, the
0: framework basically. Yeah. And Atlas is also web based?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So it's like it's, that written in, it's, it's right? actually written in Cappuccino. It's written oh, yeah. in Cappuccino. So, yeah. So it's like that Mozilla uh, IDE mm-hmm. in concept. The best stuff? stuff best Bespin,
2: yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: Well, except it's not mean. just text, yeah. It was like you just
1: like
3: yeah. drag and drop
1: GUI components oh. and plug them together. It looks it looks a lot like Interface Builder. It's, yeah, almost it's I mean everything about Cappuccino is modeled on OS ten style development. Like you said, Objective yeah. J instead of Objective C, Cappuccino looks like Cocoa, mm-hmm. And the, the look and feel of the apps is a lot like an OS ten app. The final apps. So there's this the one I love that I actually started to use. I, I like the slide one. It looks nice, but I'm never going to do that. Like, I'm never going to want online slides like that. I'm always going to want keynote. But there's this one called uh, Mockingbird. I think it's GoMockingbird.com, which is a, a mocking, a UI mocking.
2: Hmm. Uh, oh, yes, it's
1: really nice, and um, it's a great job. I mean, it's Better than Balsamic or whatever? You know, equivalent. Okay. But I, I hate it. But that's- I mean, I can't run those... Freaking balloon air apps. Oh, okay. I just can't take it. Yeah. Like, they're just so. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like, I. It, and the idea that I can go to any machine and, and it would always be there, you know, the whole why why you'd want it on the web is. I, that's like, something I would want on the web. Yeah. My mocks, yeah. So. Um, yeah, you can just show them to people. Yeah. Check this out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So. But yeah, Balsamic is awesome. I, I think it's a really good. I, they're but, the, but they're basically the, equivalent. But the but the fact that it is equivalent and it's JavaScript it's yeah
3: not, that's, <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's saying that's something that's something else yeah, yeah. and uh, Sprout Core is they have a similar rich uh, yeah. um, set of tools and libraries to build like a rich application delivered through the browser um,
2: but they they don't use Objective j they they just have it's just yeah uh, it's uh, just straight, straight JavaScript yeah just straight JavaScript so they have yeah. a similar type thing an uh, interface builder type. No, I don't technology? think
3: they have like they don't I don't think they have a GUI tool, but the product unit, the the result is is similar in that it's an all JavaScript JavaScript application. Right. Where instead of like delivering like an HTML page with some JavaScript components, you deliver like the HTML, really just like the skeleton to deliver your huge JavaScript application. Right. And it's all in JavaScript.
4: Hey Jared.
3: Hey, we're live. Right on, just so you know. <laughs>
1: so yeah. So there are choice. There are choices out. There yeah. Yeah, it seems like there's we're definitely in a period, especially on just JavaScript frameworks. Yeah, yeah. It's like insane. Like, and then like I'm just constantly surprised by you know. And then Google comes out with one, you know, the Closure Closure one.
3: Oh yeah, not, CommonJS is taking off. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people are Cappuccino. People are giving to Common, giving uh, stuff to CommonJS. Google is giving stuff to CommonJS. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. It's like that's uh, a peer to jQuery, isn't it? CommonJS or no? no it's like I don't well you know I, don't don't quote me ha 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 but uh, <laughs> it's uh, it, I, I believe it's like uh, like Ruby Gems or something where oh, people oh, develop oh, modules yeah. uh, and they're trying to overcome you know the big namespacing problems you have with yeah, JavaScript so you can yeah you, you can just go to CommonJS and download the library you want for your you can like point thing if you're doing development you can just point to them you don't have to even download them to
0: your I mean, this is, this is my biggest concern about doing something with just HTML and JavaScript, is that the development model and tools around it is mm. generally rubbish. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, as nice as JavaScript is in a lot of ways, it's very functional, you know, prototype-based class system, lots of good stuff. There's a ton of cruft in there. Yeah. And... I guess we could try GWT, then.
3: let or Java, Java Webster. He's already got a lot of... Well, oh, don't even
0: start me. Don't,
1: <laughs> I mean, why not just an applet? I guess that's the easiest thing to imagine doing.
0: Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. Applets, even after Java 6, update 10, are fundamentally broke. The, the, the deployment is okay on Windows, but not great, and just broken everywhere else. Um, you know, you still get the warning. This app is about to open a window. Warning, it's about, you know, you have to go yeah. through the, the, I give this thing permission to run on my computer, just like... Right, man, right.
3: Anyway. If you did
0: GWS, you get to avoid all of that. Well, GWT is, um... GWT requires that you write it in Java. Right, I don't it. Oh, uh, compiles <laughs> the Java, right. Yeah, the, that's true. Right? And it's tied, it's not tied, it, I mean, if it, if it could, uh build yeah, JS based off of class files, yeah. that'd be fine because Clojure can do that back to front. Yeah. But I'm not going to write... I'm not going to build a whole project in Java. Uh, that's <laughs> just ridiculous. this <laughs> it's someone who
4: spends like, my days in the web world, it does feel like the JavaScript world's kind of slowly gravitating towards jQuery. Like, mm-hmm.
1: like It feels like they won that battle. Yeah, well, Microsoft put it into ASP.net and that's that's a that's a big deal for like that brings the entire ASP.net world into jQuery as a default. You know, and there's I mean even ASP.net has Microsoft Ajax as a, as an alternative. But um, you know and they use jQuery is mostly I would just say mostly Microsoft pushes it mostly as a a way to address the page. You know the the whole like DOM manipulation stuff, yeah. and not the components. Mm-hmm. Not written in jQuery. The components are still the, the old way. They use the, the current way. Right. Um. But that. But it's big. It puts jQuery in like every ASP.NET developer's hands. We use ExtJS. Mm-hmm. Um. It's one thing that's nice about it is it. It it kind of comes with a the idea of an application look and feel, not just components. So you you're building, like, in an app framework, not just, I have buttons and trees and whatever, but the look and feel is sort of not there. CJS like, comes with application look and feels. And well, they end I mean, up looking like applications. In, in 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 my circumstance,
0: I don't think I need to put together something that is mocking an entire, you know, desktop app. I don't yeah. necessarily need to do that. And so, like, a, just a very lightweight web front end may work just great, you know, pages and navigation right. yeah, with yeah. just a little bit
1: of You know, something here and there, yeah, yeah, to 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 make it good for using. Yeah, it's like just the deployment benefit of that alone means like that's that's got to be my default unless I just can't do it.
0: But I mean, unless I'm doing things just wrong, building stuff in JavaScript and HTML is painful. It's just painful Mm -hmm. compared to the workflow and the tooling available for any other programming environment.
3: I I, sure. I know every, everyone is uh, everyone loves to you know, you know really hammer on on, the, on rails but um, I think it's a very straightforward way to put a, a web application together if, you know if you work the way they want you to work it's, it's really not it's really not bad it's fairly pitless. Yeah. Things are organized in an easy way. Their deployment situation used to be atrocious. I, but it's gotten I, a lot better. I think I
1: think
2: what you and I are like getting it. at
1: is just, like, the layout of components into a page.
2: Yeah,
0: no, I'm not even talking about Rails or frameworks like that. I'm just yeah. saying you
1: have HTML,
0: and then you've got to wire these things up between the various JavaScript frameworks and then all these very, what seem to me, very... Um, you're always rolling things anew in every single app.
3: Well, I think Rails ad- addresses a lot of those issues. And for the most part, you, you only have to know Ruby and enough HTML to to sketch out your web page. If you want to do something clever, you know, how I, you know like 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 uh, this level of clever, nothing, <laughs> nothing too tricky, you can you can write even some simple JavaScript in Ruby through Rails to do uh, to do some nice things, you know. I mean, you can't, you can't recreate something like uh, like your cappuccino is doing. But you can do, you can write some code that'll let you change one pull down when you manipulate another pull down pretty easily. You don't have to spend a lot of time. Learning. Yeah, but what, what about things like grids? Like
1: right. about grids. I mean, things like like you know, like you know, like tables and charts and things that are like you find in a business app, like just like a scrolling table of columns. Yeah. No, it's definitely, a,
3: it definitely yeah. they want you to write like a web-based application. So. Yeah, but wait. But, I mean, I, I might need that though. I mean,
0: what if I have to show a lot of data? In a I mean, yeah, pagination. Just yeah. just pagination is not a
1: trivial problem yeah. in web development. I mean, yeah. like I said, I am just, just doing it. I don't know what Ruby Ruby does, but Django makes it trivial. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. There's some plugins,
4: <laughs> yeah. and I'm my Rails stuffs out of date, but there were plugins. Just yeah, pagination, Right, but yeah. it's tied to a relational database in the back end right?
0: Not
1: necessarily. Oh, okay. Yeah, Django is tied to their concept of a model collection, mm-hmm. which, by default, is it you doesn't get through an ORM. But yeah. well, same exact situation with Rails is yeah. tied to
3: you know their active record concept, exactly. which usually yeah. is backed by a database. But they have plugins to make it work with oh. weird things like Redis or. When I think about it, I kind of like it. Like I think that like
4: web dev, we're still like. still writing, like, assembly code code yeah. in a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. that's, that's oh, what I'm about that. and, 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 and I've been doing it for a long time, and I keep thinking, like, oh, okay, well, the issue isn't just, like, processor speed or some better language coming along. It's just um, the, the variety of experiences on the other end you just can't control, so you always just, like, wind up going, okay, I'm going to have to do this the hard way. I'm going to have to write assembly. Because <laughs> I don't know what I'm dealing with on the other end. And, uh, yeah, it just, you know, all these tools come out, you know, like, you know, it was Go Live for a while and Dreamweaver. I don't know if anybody uses Dreamweaver anymore. I could be living yeah, in some of the world, but I don't feel like anybody uses really? these tools anymore. Well, to make you apps. Guys? Huh? To make apps. Or to make
1: websites. Even just to make a website. Oh, I, I see it every once in a while. Do you? Yeah. But, I, I like, it, but usually by someone who's not a web person, web right. developer, who needs to get a simple right. site up. Absolutely. Right. And part of it is, you know, I've kind of entered the more corporate yeah. work. So I don't, you know, you would ever see that. Yeah. I mean, my, Microsoft now has yeah. uh, the web expression, whatever it's called. Yeah. And that's and a Dreamweaver
0: and, and,
1: competitor. And
4: I would have thought that the corporate environment would be more heavy. They to, have tools tools CMSs. And
1: yeah. 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 So somebody just types in a form in somewhere. And yeah, which, which is great. Their, great. Yeah. <laughs> that's so much better, <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's it's great for everybody. Yeah, why should no. why should I be thinking about you know anything like the design of what the page looks like no, if sure. I'm a content writer, right? You know, like
2: that's Duh, it's just a way for them to screw it up
3: anyway. <laughs> yeah, why is not the text on this page? Like, what, like why should know?
4: why why should anyone need to know HTML?
3: Yeah, it's
1: crazy to me. It, oh, believe me, <laughs> that, was, that was the. I wonder about that all the time. Like,
2: oh. yeah. Good.
4: Before the advent of like the uh, the um, like those uh, JavaScript like um, WYSIWYG editors, <clears throat> like that was the thing. I remember telling people like, okay, well, you only know, need to know a little bit of yeah. HTML. Is it like, bold like, is yeah, align. here's how you do a break. Yeah, and Three in a row. Yeah, wow. now to me that's just <laughs> what well, you know, like yeah, that's crazy. Why should the and you know especially some of the small when you deal with smaller companies it's like the office manager or whatever like why should he or she know how to do HTML when they're updating you know their price list or whatever Mm -hmm. yeah it's crazy which is funny because you know I uh, I've been on on the side working on a uh, Coco app and um, somehow through just a lot of trial errors like made the main view uh, a webkit view where all the GUI stuff <laughs> is HTML. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, which I'm still like, how, how, the hell? Hell? how the hell did I wind up here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it yeah. doesn't yeah. seem right.
0: Yeah, you uh, did the uh, side project to get away from all the web stuff, right?
4: Yeah, well, like, <laughs> I was like, I need to do something different. I you know,
2: like, okay. And you know, I'm a Mac guy. I'm, I and It's I'm, not that uncommon, though. It's like there are a lot of apps out there that use web f- views for you know, their content. So they're really powerful. You know, it's like it's... Powerful layout system, where you can really do a lot of sophisticated stuff. And stuff. Yeah, I, I think i even mentioned that a couple. The first one, like, I just
4: stumbled across it. It was it was Toll Like, I think I was. It was Adium, right? Adium was yeah. one I found out about after I used. Uh, was it Linkness? Yeah, Linkness. Okay. And I was, and someone had posted an image, and I was like, oh, that's cool. That that that's a cool for an IRC client. They they, they somehow. You know, they put, someone posted a link to an image and it displayed it the image. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, did a little like right click because I wanted to save it or something. I can't remember. And all of a sudden, it it gave me like that familiar like Safari <laughs> like right click view, and it was like you said, you inspect element, <laughs> I'm like inspect element. What the? And all of a sudden, I realized it was HTML. I didn't even notice that it was HTML. I'm like, that's cool.
2: Yeah. And, and
4: then
1: did the, you see you know, what do you say it was called? What's that? what's a framework? Called?
4: What was what, 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 what were you? That was WebKit. Oh, WebKit. Inside this app, wow. so the view for like you know the, the chatting in the IRC was, yeah. was just WebKit. I see. And I see. Adium, the um, that's the big like uh, chat program. I yeah. see. That's their that's the WebKit, thing, right? So I'm basically doing the same thing. Um, and then I was reading a uh, iTunes. Oh well, they have most of iTunes ID. is WebKit now.
1: Is it WebKit? I thought it was their own crazy thing. Well, WebKit is you know that's oh. Them. But can you get at non the not... I mean, iTunes has tons of things in it that are not standard HTML. Can you? Well, they that? have.
4: Yeah, you can because um, they My
1: have. My sent scrollable grids. <laughs> oh,
4: yeah. Well, that's. Yeah. They do a lot of like CSS three stuff that's just that's been available for Safari WebKit oh. forever. It's just. And they're constantly adding new cool stuff, like drop shadows, rounded rectangles, all this stuff. Yeah, I mean,
0: there's, there's nothing stopping them from doing like what Mozilla did way back in the day with, you know, the dash MOZ. Oh, yeah.
4: Yeah,
1: they're oh, doing these,
4: it's dash, I can't remember, uh, dash uh, what they can have, it? Yeah, they have their own yeah. thing. Something like that. So they've had that for a while. So there's, and, and some of it's, you know, CSS3 stuff ah. that's just available now. And um, yeah. so, yeah, you can, you can make it not look at all, like, all yeah they have like page. a page 3D transform stuff yes. now. It's like yeah you plugin. can do transitions transition effects oh. and also have you cool guys looked into the,
1: the new thing they're doing with um these like album apps or whatever they are in iTunes now they're like
3: I have heard of them but they I haven't was, like, seen like it yet. super LP format yeah, they, yeah I, I did it's... download one because the new Muse album uses okay. that and uh, I don't, I don't know, know. know I was massively <laughs> <laughs> impressed yeah, okay. I was like hey, you know yeah Okay, so what? it's like a
1: rich experience or yeah I would say it's yeah. roughly equivalent to a souped up DVD menu <laughs> like, except yeah you, like, you, it's you like, can look at lyrics <laughs> you can look at some album art it's yeah, some progress no I mean, Aaron, no, no, like, I mean it, it's a, a regular person can make it yeah okay like that's so that's you can add it
4: to your the, podcast
1: yeah at some future point
3: <laughs> <laughs> no no I mean it's not available for everyone to do yet no yeah. no no, no. It kind of looks like the super the super CDs you would get, you know, like you get the new YouTube album. Oh yeah, yeah. Nineteen ninety six. And there's a data track on there that <laughs> yeah, has a yeah. Yeah, it yeah. yeah, like
1: installs people a um, like, oh, what is that's it? cool. It has a data track on it that installs like a hidden OS onto your system that makes sure you can- right. <laughs> right.
4: Then, yeah. Oh, yeah, or, or flash project. They were mostly <laughs> right. Macromedia directory yeah. files. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. A rootkit, re- yeah. and every now and again you get a CD player screwed up by it. Yeah,
3: that's right. Those were the days. Yeah, happy times. So like that, you know, but on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what you need. As opposed to just clicking on a link and going to their website. Same freaking difference. Yeah. Well, it ends up probably it's in a web podcast. View. It's podcast. probably yeah. a web view anyway, so it's exactly the same as yeah. clicking link to their website.
0: <laughs> what are you worried about? What? You're worried about it again. Ah, it's...
3: So. Yeah, right. I don't want to be the only guy who curses. That's not Yeah, no, really. <laughs> that, that would be wrong. That would be wrong. Oh, um, you guys Rar's want something kids a drink to drink? I His dad about? and you're
0: like, whoa, yeah. wait, wait. Hmm? Fox's
3: ears. No, thanks. No? Do you you have something? any water?
0: I'll take some. Sure. Uh, I actually found the bottle of water that Miles was
4: looking for, so you can mm-hmm. have it. Oh, okay, cool.
2: Um,
4: but, yeah, like last night, I was working on it. and It's just like so freaking weird. Like, I'm just hacking. I was hacking CSS. <laughs>
1: I'm just like, wow. This. <laughs> At least you only have to make it work for one browser. Yes.
4: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's a cool browser. Like, yeah. WebKit's pretty
1: awesome. Yeah. Um,
4: thank you um and, uh, and then i was doing DOM manipulation which is uh, pretty painful In um, Good
2: jquery
4: I, I went through that already it was just uh, the problem was handing it off to jquery to have it render it's just like a tinge slope like i can see uh, i can see things happening and i wanted to f- i don't i want it to be seamless why why is that cuz it's perfectly snappy in, a, in the browser well, cuz you're handing off i'm saying like especially on initialization i'm saying here like let's say here's a hundred an uh, array of, with a hundred items, now go draw it. Hmm. It's going to, it's JavaScript. It's going to think about it for a second. And I mean, the JavaScript engine in Safari, WebKit, whatever, is really fast, but still, it's got to think
0: about does it. it. Does it think about it only the first time and then it's compiled, or is it not, or, well, no, or it does is, Safari not have a JIT yet?
4: I mean, it's like, it's, it's thinking about, you know, I'm telling it, okay, here's, draw these, add these, you know, DOM nodes, and yeah, it's I, you know just doing it with objective is a lot faster. So, in my experience, in my non you know I didn't benchmark it. It just yeah, it's just yeah, how it looked to me when it was happening. I was like, I don't like the look of this, and I did yeah. you know, objective and it was a lot faster. So that's how I'm going.
0: So what's the secret
4: project that you're working on? It's not that secret. It's kind of goofy. Oh, actually. Okay. It's, I uh, had a copy for a while. Yeah, wow. and it, it's just uh, there's lots of Twitter clients out there, and I use one. I like Tweety, and uh, I. Don't participate much in Facebook, but a lot of my friends do, and I like to kind of keep up. And I don't like going to the website, and I just wanted a client like that for the desktop, oh. and it didn't exist. So, oh, so right. I decided to write one. Now it's become like my uh, it's come become my white whale. I just I, I I'm not even sure I I care anymore, but I want to finish it. Right, 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 right. And I was having a lot of like uh, table views in um in um, Coco are uh, very limited. <laughs> Especially even like when compared to the iPhone, which was kind of surprised me. You can't draw subviews like in Interface Builder. You can't just lay out a table cell. Hmm. Table cells are meant to be like kind of either whole text or an image, and that's it. If you want anything more intricate, you you're perfectly free to subclass that, which is a route I went for a couple months and. Um, Oh, so it's hellish and now that's why you're in one view yeah, yeah. It, it just didn't work out very well especially yeah. and then I wanted variable heights and then I yeah. wanted different looks for it because you know maybe a cell could be a photo and I, you know a photo item from Facebook and that's going to look a lot
1: different than a link and yeah. that was pretty hellacious so I just yeah, yeah. when you think about like s- stupid things like oh I found a link I have to make it blue I have to underline it. I have to put a click event on it well I had to then, do you know, all like, that yeah, yeah you you like, oh of, you had to do all that
4: well there are workarounds. Yeah. There are ways to make it get, get you 99% of the way,
2: mm-hmm. but it was still... It, yeah. was, it was rough. Well, yeah. It's, yeah. It's like the, the table view is geared towards, you know, doing... It originally started as just a simple table view, you know, and then they, they add more and more features to it, but, like, if you just want more arbitrary layout, you know, the, yeah. the web view is definitely the way to go. And even on the
4: iPhone... So, yeah, and even on the iPhone, you're just trying to do, like, if you want the cells to be different, I'm told that's really, really a pain in the neck. But uh, it's better... It's more flexible, but it's also, there's like all these trade offs. Like on the desktop, it's more limited, but you can have a ton of rows and it will be performant. Whereas the iPhone, they do all this trickery because they know they only have to display a few at a time because they, they know what size screen you're dealing with. Yeah, yeah so that's uses kind of the, the cells
2: that of the coastal. Yeah,
4: yeah, there's all this stuff, it, like it's swapping as it goes. So on some crappier apps, if you have a long row, sometimes you'll notice that if you drag it, Disappear. It, they disappear. all kinda of disappear for a while. Yeah. Which is yeah. one of the interesting things about I read there's an article about the guy, I always forget his name, but he's really he seems like he knows really knows the stuff. The guy who did Tweety for it's like a Mac oh, and, yeah. a, and I then know. he rewrote it from scratch. And, and he, he came really up with a way fast. where the scrolling is just beautiful. Really? And that's table view for Tweety. Yeah. Huh. He figured out some clever trick.
3: Yeah, so anyhow. Oh yeah, like but that reminds me, I I installed Ubuntu on my old MacBook you know, the new Ubuntu comes with all kinds of software pre-installed, um, but I installed Gwitter, which is like the Twitter, a Twitter client for Linux. But uh, you sign up for it, and it, you log into it, and it logs into like Twitter and Facebook and like a couple others. Uh-huh. And it yeah. shows pretty shit. and it mixes everything up to like one view of everything. Misery? Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, stuff you'll never read. It's <laughs> <Stuff to me. laughs> uh, this is
4: I, the, the funny thing about this project, like, um, Oh yeah, you're the guy doing that. I don't even know if I care anymore, like that much deeply about it. I just, I'm just kind of how I'm wired. I like, I have to finish it. it (laughs) What does finish
1: it mean though?
4: I have a sketch in my head, (laughs) what (laughs) what what done looks like. It's not even that complicated. Also, you know, i you know, I have a job and a kid, so my my time is limited. But I have all these other cool ideas that I want to do. But just first, I have to finish this stupid effing thing.
3: Yeah, I felt that way about my my fairly lame Twitter client for <laughs> I Had to be able to view them, had to be able to post, and until that was done, I couldn't like. could see the uh, at the end. I was so sick of writing it, but yeah,
1: it's the Twitter scripting thing. Dave one I wrote about, and then the re- response to that.
3: I know it's it. Yeah, it's it's hey, uh, Weiner, I think I'm wiring just to dislike that guy. You know?
1: It was kind of cool though. Like so, so he wrote that, that Twitter client should be should have should be scriptable. I should be able to do things against the uh, against tweets that are coming in or whatever. And like, I had some ideas. And this guy did a response where it was like, "Well, if 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 the Twitter clients just allowed you to point the API instead of using Twitter as your uh, as the server for the Twitter right. API, use any server as the server for your Twitter API, then people could make things between you and Twitter that." Potentially could add features. So, like auto responding and all, just like a lot of random things that you could do without having to have every client implement the scripting language. And then, anyway, it was kind of
3: neat idea, but whatever, I don't know what happened. he also wanted to decentralize Twitter at one point, right? Dave Weiner.
1: Oh, yeah, why would they do
3: that? Yeah, (laughs) sure.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I have this hugely valuable thing. Why don't I give it out to everybody? No problem. (laughs) Yeah, but I guess, I mean, people want to think of, Twitter is well. Some people want to think of Twitter as something like email or whatever, where it's not, you know, like there's no email place. It's uh, like it's just You know, like it's. Oh, uh, I, I see. You know, it's whatever. You could imagine like an SMTP style thing that gave everybody their their, their, their messages, whatever. Right. But right. I don't know. It just me me feel like like there's like this uh,
4: this one yeah, percent on on Twitter, like, like you. Yeah. know the, uh, type sort of, yeah, digerati types who like use it and like it was awesome because I ask a question I always hear people say this like oh this I, is this I, is the that word line a, yeah I ask a question I immediately get all these great answers I'm like <laughs> that's because you have a lot of followers yeah <laughs> I have like the 50, 60 friends or yeah. so who follow me when I ask a question it doesn't quite work that way for me you know and, or I don't have you know script like I don't have all this giant big need to have a scriptical scriptable Twitter client. client. Yeah, I mean, like, totally. Like, to like, you know. come in. I look at them occasionally and laugh, oh. like, "Oh, that was a good dick joke." And I, <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I you <laughs> it. <laughs> and, and I move on. You know, I just I mean, I, for, for me yeah, it uh, it's all about reading.
4: Yeah.
1: No, I mean, the, the thing that I mean, the Twitter client is the Twitter website. It's actually getting better with lists and things like. It's getting better. Sure. But it's like I I can't. I, I can't read Twitter through all the standard ways to read Twitter. Like the, the best way oh, I have of reading, reading it, it is yeah. just RSS feed to a search on Twitter. Mm. Like that's the most useful thing that I that I have with Twitter. Oh so,
3: man. I yeah. do I do use the like, the client. Just read, read it by license right? reader. Yeah, well you know what? I have like my regular display and then I have the like the little memo display oh, on the bottom. So you have a Twitter client? So I have a anywhere. Twitter client size, like just fill the memo screen, and then I just you know it comes in there goes boop boop, I go ah, somebody's kid pooped that's awesome I mean, and then i go back on to work and it's just like it's really just entertainment once in a while something does something interesting does happen like i was i was uh, i was writing a little service to cache hl7 messages at work and i wrote about that because i don't know that's what i was doing and then i got a call a couple of days later from a company that sells the like uh interface engine tools they're like yeah hey, we read your tweet you read your tweet man can we talk <laughs> <laughs> one time I was trying to uh, was that good? <laughs> yeah, I know. Man, their play what was it. One time I was having trouble deploying a J Ruby application at Glassfish, and I tweeted about it, and then one of the guys on the Glassfish team tweeted back and gave yeah. me to like a blog post they wrote like the day before. That's cool. So sometimes, yeah, I, yeah, I don't follow those people. They don't follow me. Yeah, I was complaining about my
2: uh, my range at home, my you know, cooking range. You know, I was a rep from Bosch I was like you back you know, sending your information oh, your you know I like
4: got a funny so story
2: like, oh. oh. and, and he he wanted you
3: to give him your info yeah. Like, yeah wow to help me I was uh, I was bitching about Charter because Charter does my internet service and for a while I was coming and going like, on a daily basis I was like I can't believe how much Charter sucks blah blah blah, <laughs> blah. and then um, this guy Mark Tarkowski who I don't actually know except on Twitter and I think I only know because he lives near me said yeah mine sucks too man I was like, "Yeah, right on." And then I get a call. The phone rings. So while I'm sitting at the desk, we're buying Mike Yeah, man, they blow. The Phone rings. I pick it up, and it's Charter. I said, "We well, you heard you're having a problem." What? I'm like, what? 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 "You're kidding me." And then another tweet comes up, and it's another Charter rep that says, "You know, email, tweet me your info, and we'll we'll give we'll give you a call." I was like but you just did and then I was like no uh, I was like yeah how's my area I got the same usual crap no no everything works great like, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> but then at the same time Mark Tchaikovsky oh my god they just called me <laughs> wow,
1: Yeah, that's awesome yeah, yeah, awesome. yeah. they
3: were watching for i mean we, we
1: actually but
3: awesome. how did they back into your I'm sorry how did they back into your phone number oh uh, well they probably just you know clicked on my little profile and said Christopher Miles yeah, I did, I did a
0: search in the account
3: Western Massachusetts, yeah. Massachusetts I think yeah. I have in my have location yeah I'm the only miles in East Hampton, besides my wife. Oh, and yeah. my sister. They took a chance. Anyway. Yeah,
1: they're all new. They probably only had one. We, we, we monitor uh, Twitter, obviously. Sure, yeah. mean, and, we, and we're actually pretty active on it. Um, not just, like, the uh, official accounts plus people in the company who... Um, but we had, like, there was a conversation where one customer was... Uh, I guess in response to someone asking him, he replied that he used our stuff, and then, um, so then one of our competitors kind of chimed in, "Have you considered their stuff?" And then he said something basically like, "Reinforced why he used our stuff more." Like it was great. It was like that's that's awesome. So we we kind of, you know, thanked him, and then his um, icon was the uh, uh, Knuth is my homeboy icon. Do you know that? Okay, yeah. So we sent him. Like I couldn't use my homeboy T-shirt, <laughs> just an R t an R alumni T-shirt to be like, you know, because we're trying to we're trying to figure out how to engage our customers sure. more. Yeah. Um, like, and it's it's actually hard. Like, it's hard to build a community around like a product that's not like you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <it's laughs> like, so, but you know, we we do try try to fi- try to figure out how to how to do that. Twitter seems to be a real easy way to do that.
2: Yeah, people are pretty vocal. I mean, I yeah. I hook up with people. With uh, for my open source project through Twitter, I mean, I have I have a mailing list, and there's like you know Google Go Project. And there'll be people who use my project, and they, they never post anything there. They never post an issue, and then they'll post on Twitter, you know, oh this is broken, it's not working. <laughs> like that's like you know, well they'll do it on Stack Overflow too. And so I monitor these these places, you know, like you know, come over to the mailing list or you know, yeah. how can I help you kind of thing. It's like, but people complain there, and you know, or people will be like, oh this worked out really well for me. But there's people I never even hear of. You know, people who use this stuff. I never hear them. I never see them show up on the list or right. issue or anything. And uh, they're there, and that's how I find them. You know, wow. stuff like that. It's about well, the only place I find people through. Too, really, is uh, on Twitter. But yeah.
4: well, there you go, kids. If you want, you want, to get taken care of, complain. On yeah. Yeah. On Twitter.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing. If you complain on Twitter and then you get helped, then why would you ever like? Because you can go Are to like a million any- forums on the on the. I mean. It's like the most frustrating thing in the world is to search for a problem and then see a bunch of unanswered oh. form. Like, that's the... Yeah. Google returns back 10 unanswered. I mean, I wish... Google would get a smaller adams. <laughs> like, oh, this looks like a form and it looks like it was never answered. I won't return that as a yeah. search result. If Google figures that out. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, Google, that's what I want. Um, They're always listening to all the podcasts. They listen to all the podcasts. Yes. They have their Google voice recognition thing. Oh, they said Google on that podcast. Google, Google, Google. Oh. Uh, you can do like the uh, the uh, echelon fooling
0: thing and Yahoo, Yahoo, Excite, Google.
1: Yeah.
4: Um, well, we just talked about Twitter, so there you go. Yeah.
1: We picked Mark that, yeah. yeah. so.
4: that one in your podcast podcast cliche bingo. <laughs> it's the it's the te-
0: uh, Tech podcast drinking game. It's
1: yeah. the guy who had Dave Weiner in the se- in the center. That is really
3: happy right now. <laughs> so, what are you going to use for your uh, your web your web front end?
0: Well, so the so the next step is probably going to be just a straight web front end to some services um, that uh, don't have a RDBS behind some couch and stuff like that. Um, and I'm still debating as to whether to uh, give JRuby on Rails a shot uh, or um, use one of the um, one of the Java slash Closure
3: uh, web frameworks. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know. I've looked at the
2: mm. the Closure web frameworks, but not bleeding edge. Yeah, I don't
3: know. If you're gonna do a Rails application, it's easy. probably it's just as easy. Yeah. easy just to use just to use Ruby just use Ruby on. It. JRuby's nice, but what, what was, what's your deployment environment? Are you really excited to set up a GlassFish app server. Well, i no, I I already have. I
0: don't know, six of them. Uh, it's, that's oh, a, yeah, that's right. not a big deal. See, GlassFish. Yeah, I but see, I don't know anything about like Ruby, Ruby, C Ruby. Don't know a damn thing about like deploying it or I've never even uh, run it. It's the same. So.
3: It's not so bad. But JRuby, you can you can uh, there's an easy command. Was it? Is Warble? Use Warble. They don't even use Warble anymore these days. Apparently. Oh really? Yeah. But that would create a germ file that you can just deploy to yep. Glassfish. So it's yeah. So yeah, if you already have Glassfish, then it makes a lot of sense. Yep. Guys, catch some
4: articles and, and you know, it was like I think it's happening with Some guy he may have only been there briefly. He was talking about why he chose Lisp. Oh, Common oh, Lisp over oh, Python. Python yeah. yeah. And it's just like okay. It was you yeah, know, a lot of his points were kind of like. It basically came down to I really love Lisp and that's why I'm doing it, which is you know, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would use
2: closure but it wasn't
3: it wasn't it wasn't yeah. in great shape. The other ones I'm kinda pretending. But
4: the, I I, I, good. The, the point you had about the Rails world is so true. The the, the fact that it seems like everything changes every six se- it's just too volatile. After all these years, like when did Rails like really hit this like I I think I started using it maybe uh, three, four, five yeah. years ago? Yeah, you had to be. had to be pretty new. I was. I, would, I was. in there pretty early. Yeah, like point. I want to say point eight or point nine. You know, like, and um, yeah, it still feels like it still hasn't settled down. Really? I mean, I like, like, especially on the deployment side of
1: things, it just feels wow, like every that's, six that's months or been, so. Yeah, but that's. It's like that's because everything I mean, you do was wrong. The reason for that is because like, it has not been solved. It's. It keeps getting better. Yeah, but it's not good yet.
3: So, well, I don't know. A <laughs> yeah. fusion passenger is pretty good. Okay. Pretty yeah. good. I heard. Good. I, heard <laughs> I heard something about yeah. something called
4: Unicorn that's supposed to be the new hotness. <laughs> uh, see, this gonna, is this, this is see.
0: why if I was going to use Rails, it would absolutely be JRuby on Rails because there's a single way to do yeah. it, yeah. and it just works, and yeah. it's on Java anyway. Yeah, and JRuby yeah. at this point is perhaps even faster than C
3: Ruby. So, it's screw pretty, it. fast. It's pretty I fast. fast. I don't know if Unicorn's gonna. It's like another Mongo solution. <laughs> I, see, I don't know. I don't. It's like Mon... I think it. I think it, it must have Mongo somewhere in there. Crazy. It, it's a, yeah. It's it, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a Ruby-based web server. Rails
4: itself seems to have settled down. Right. I think. I, I kind of walked away from it. Like yeah. the like the frameworks and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Like the last the
3: last the last release wasn't that wasn't so hugely different than the previous yeah. release. That
4: and there's not the as much kind of like movies. oh you're doing it that way.
3: You know, With that kind of this yeah. is the way you do it now. Yeah. 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 You're an idiot for doing the old way. <laughs> no, I, yeah, no. I think you're right. the The new, the new. There was a new release. I forget the number. And it yeah. wasn't that bad. But that, that part used least is so damn. But it's still is still mm.
4: And that was, yeah. And that was, i using it. That was the biggest pain point. And you know, it depends on the level. Rails is great if you don't think you're gonna get creamed. Yeah. Because then, you just is that whole like getting there quickly. If you're not gonna. Like, if, 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 when I was developing, like, uh, like sites for local businesses out here, yeah, rails all the way, just keep going. Like, they're never gonna get, like, slash dotted, it's fine, you don't need to worry about just use active record, don't sweat it. It was just, you know, the other side of things having to, like, but working on a site that actually got traffic. That's when a lot of the old crap moments came.
3: Yeah, all my stuff is internal to the hospital, yeah. so what do I care? Exactly. Yeah. It's all it's all equally, you know, not a big problem, right? So yes, yeah, so I've been using. So all the web based applications are, are Rails. And I'm not
4: saying Rails can't scale. Rails can scale just as fine as anything else. It's just it's more work. Yeah, you know, it's that whole thing. You get there so fast, you're just like there's rules, and you you know start wearing the T-shirts and worship, worshiping <laughs> DHH and all that goofy stuff. But, oh, bingo. Yeah. And then, but then, yeah. <laughs> take a drink. Take a drink. But then you, yeah. You know, then you just. But like everybody knows, if you ever had a really scary website, there's no out of the box solution. Yeah, that
3: PHP code you wrote on your first try yeah, it's going to have some problems yeah. as well. Yep. <laughs> oh, I got to take off. Oh, guys, <laughs> take it easy.
0: Hey, you want to do a? Uh, you want to do an intro? I'm gonna prepend it. Oh sure. All right, we'll do our we'll do our intros and then we can uh, and then uh, we can carry on.
2: All right, go for it. I'm uh, Chris Lloyd. I work on the Cocotron project, and uh, sometimes I do terminal emulation. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm Gerard, and they pay me to work on websites. My name is Chris Miles, and I work for Cooley Dickinson Healthcare.
0: Um, I'm Lou Frankel, I work at Atalasoft. I'm um, Chaz Emmerich, and I work uh, for Snowtime, um, and uh, this is episode number three of the Strictly Professional podcast. All right, now I'll just prepend it. slick. Yeah. <laughs> prepending. Pre-pent. Or maybe I, I'll just insert it, I don't know. Will you duck the music when you... I don't even know what that means. Although, although, uh, I, I, I uh, have a little story to tell. That I, for just out of the blue, I think late last week, maybe Monday, uh, I started humming the theme to the A Team song. I thought that'd be a perfect intro theme for the podcast. And, And except. Yeah. You can't do that. No, no. <laughs> uh, but it turns out that there um, that BMI owns the rights to it, and they have this little form that mm. you can say you you know you can request information on uh, license getting a license for um, distributing portions of or full lengths of music on podcasts. They have a specific form. Wow, how progressive of them! And so I drop <laughs> my information in and haven't heard mm-hmm. the damn thing back awesome. 30 seconds because that's f- okay,
4: okay using but G- it's not it's different yeah
0: yeah I mean if you you have to if you're doing a review of it or something yeah, yeah you have to have some
1: discussion of it or something like that we could discuss the 18 theme song every week
3: <laughs> we're doing it right now for Christ's sake
1: what's yeah. interesting about the 18 theme song I mean really <laughs> if you think about it it's how they incorporated the grenade um, explosions in the visual with That's the right. crescendo of the of the theme, and you know, how <laughs> and then how the uh, guitars kick in for the more
4: rocking side, like yeah. especially when the we were looking at oh. A. when VA came on the scene, you knew the guitars were coming in. Yeah, yeah. So yeah well, I, and I, I like anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's,
1: there's yeah. our ten Three seconds. seconds. Awesome. Yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, that was okay because we were discussing it, yeah, it. Right, doing, right. doing,
0: doing an artistic critique. <laughs> yes. So that's fair use. But if I took, if I took like you know ten seconds and just threw it on the beginning and yeah. never talked about it, then it's not okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. So anyway, very progressive of them, except they don't answer their emails.
1: Oh yeah. Anyway, I think if you keep sending it, they'll eventually get back.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then offer for <laughs> send a lawyer to your house. But, uh, or or yes, you can use that clip as much
3: as you want for three hundred dollars a year, or something. Like that. We know it's used in podcast number three, and your bill isn't the man.
1: <laughs> I like the way they have ten thousand people making sure that you don't use it in a podcast, and nobody making sure you can pay for it to use it in a podcast. Oh, they have people like actively running around listening to podcasts. Oh no, I'm sure they do. <laughs> yeah, it's like what I was... know. Well, I've heard. I had a friend who was. Um, Applying for a job for one of those places, I don't know which one it was, where basically you go to bars and listen to the the, the live bands, and if they're covering yeah. anything, yeah, you write down everything they cover, and then you submit it to them so they can bill them. As a as a musician who's done yeah. the uh, cover band wow. thing, yeah, I've
4: uh, I've never I've never been encountered that firsthand, but I've had I had once a show canceled on us like a month or so in advance where I was in some cover band, you know, working the weekends, and. Um, they're like, we're not doing cover bands anymore. And we're like, oh, why is that? Because ASCAP or someone came in and yeah, songwriting and they weren't paying, and and it would have involved this whole thing like every band would have had to have written giving them a copy of their set list <laughs> so that they could go
3: submit that and find out how much they had to pay, and it wasn't like a lot of money. It was just a hassle.
2: Yeah, it's
3: they just want they just want people to stop. They just want people to stop. There was a there was a blog post. As maybe a couple of years ago, from a, a, somebody who owns like a coffee shop that would have live bands in, they just couldn't do it anymore because they got whacked, I think, more than once. For, yeah, you know, why don't they make, make the, the like band cover it. songs? Why don't
1: they make the band
3: pay? Because, uh, because, because the, the venue band doesn't have the money. Yeah. You can go the yeah, you go where the cash is. No,
1: no, 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 no. Sorry. Why doesn't the, the venue make the bands come in with a pre approved set list that's prepaid?
3: Yeah, why? Because. I think a lot of it is Well definitely the first Spent a lot is of time Around musicians <laughs> <laughs> yeah, The first is People just don't know uh, yeah. people, people who run a coffee shop Just don't know like, oh, It's, okay,
1: a music. You, it's much, so much easier For the band They have a set list They know the ten songs They're going to play That it's, they have to pay for Just buy it for a year I, and
4: I, I, Most people don't know That, that <laughs> even Because most places Just All these places you go Like you yeah. see up and down Like half bands And you know Especially bars That have yeah. cover bands Like they probably you know they don't even know that they're
3: supposed to do that because yeah. it doesn't make sense exactly <laughs> well, yeah it's, it's, it's just a well, straight up abuse it's, it's except
1: it's, that if you were wrote a song and then every band started playing it and I mean oh, exactly. they would they would understand it from that point of view
0: right <laughs> but the boy this is gonna go yeah, down a rabbit hole but I mean the 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 original artist is not being. Um, uh, deprived of anything by another band playing it one night at a bar. It's not like no. you're going to get the original artist to play it at the bar.
4: Well, there's <laughs> yeah. there's, there's the two levels to that. One is it, it's strictly speaking, sure, I mean, you you wrote the song. It's yours. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you want to play it, then the, the way the laws work right now, you you, you, you owe me a couple of bucks. Or a couple of pennies. The, the flip side of all that is that the artist... The, accounting for all that stuff is so screwy, you know, so shady. Um, they never see it. They never see that money anyways, even the big guys. Oh, okay.
1: yeah.
4: The accounting, God, it, like, any bad business you can think of to be in, like, there's none worse than, like, a musician with a record contract with a wow. table. Yeah. It's horrible. All the deals are awful. Like, just as someone who, you know, if you know any math at all, that's that's... You're just like you look at what 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 the, the numbers are. They just don't. They're made so that unless you're you too, you never see any real money. Like I always tell, like I do this thing like in the summer. Um, my friend, is a guitar teacher, and does this like rock band camp. And like you know, like I remember talking to some kids, and they're like, you know, these like there's some math, Massachusetts has a lot of like Western Mass for whatever reason has quite a few like metal bands that are like nationally known. Yeah and even There's some more Underground things Like Shadows Fall And all these bands You know and that And these kids all think Well they must be Doing really well And like Just because you've Heard of them And bought their record Does not mean They're doing well Didn't they see
1: the TLC Behind the music Where they explain How points (laughs) on album work It's true It's terrible
3: (laughs) I was was a booking agent for, uh, For a year Year and a half Something like that Didn't pay a lot but most of the bands were like small bands and we had one who, we had one mid-sized band this was in the 90s it was uh, Letters to Cleo oh sure yeah I guess remember that right sure. they were doing pretty well so they had just recently been signed to a record company and what we were doing is we were still we were still booking jobs for them around their tour because they get like all the money from those jobs right but uh, yeah they, the record company would call it just canceling canceling uh, canceling shows on them I think it was mostly oh. a control issue. Yeah, they, they don't they want the band for... making money. They don't want the band feeling like they could walk away. Right there was a po- there that's was a blog post yesterday. Was it yesterday? It was on Hacker News. Oh yeah, the guy. T- from, that's an old that's an old article. Um, okay. uh, the Steve Albini one. No, no, this was oh, from. Uh, oh, okay, sorry. I do can... Is it too much joy? Yeah, somebody named. The yeah. And he was like, "Yeah, I finally got to put my digital rights." Um, oh, he had to fight of, for it. Yeah, and he's like, he's already under like 365000 dollars, right? So it's not gonna really make a difference. But they finally put the rights on there and he's like, Oh, how much was it? And he you know, he's got some indie records he has out there, so he had like a guesstimate. He's like, Well, my indie stuff makes like ten thousand a year, so it should be more than that. And it was sixty five dollars. So bad. Uh, it was just ridiculous. Someone in Hacker News that later that day had posted this old Steve
4: this guy Steve Albini, he's a record producer. Um he used to be in like Bands back in the 80s, like Big Black. Um, it's produced like all like the Pixies and Nirvana and all that. And um, he's just kind of a gadfly cranky guy. Um but he's he's really smart and he wrote this article. That basically I think it might be called Some of your some of your favorite bands, or some of your friends are already this fucked, which was just laid out numbers wise. I remember reading that like in the Early '90s, I, reading that article, like when I was still like giving, being a musician, and go, it, it probably was one of the most influential things. It gave me to walk away from that world because it's like, because especially the kind of music I play it was just like, okay, this this would be the best I could hope for, mm-hmm. and it sucks. What was it? I mean, like order of magnitude. Like you know, you get this advance, but like. Everybody was like basically, like the record company made like a typical band that say, sold a quarter of a million records, which isn't huge, but it's you know, it's good. The record company was gonna, you know, would make like almost a million dollars. Their management was gonna make like 60, 50, 60,000 K off this band, and the band would be $20,000 in the hole by the time it was all done,
0: like per member or,
4: oh, no, total, just, or no, just like total, like as an entity, they would be. You know they have money because they were given these advances, but they at the end of the deal they were they. Oh, so there's they, a, there's they, they and you don't owe the money; you don't have to pay it back, but you're in the hole to so the record company.
0: Oh, and that's so 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 you get this big lump, and then you need to go touring for six years or something like that.
4: Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, it's, it's
1: yeah. Anyways, uh, we got that down that rabbit, but that's one near and dear to me This is a bad deal. But. Feels like I mean maybe there's, you know there's this whole feeling now that with the internet and the long yeah. tail and the, and all the distribution that there's ways to make it work without. Yeah. I mean I don't know if that's really true because I'm you know I have no, no, but there are people who are. If just there's trying a, these there's a certain CBT hump you have to get
4: over that's that's mm-hmm. hard but once you get over that hump it's it's nice and you know, part of it is people you know it's it's getting over some of the rockstar BS thing. Oh, yeah. And just realizing that, you know, you can make a nice living.
1: Yeah.
3: But nice living isn't, you know... Snorty cocaine. Strippers right? like <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go there, but you beat me to it. <laughs> me too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of things you're doing on your pants. You, huh?
4: you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could maybe buy a house.
1: Right, right. I mean, no, I mean there, there's like no... You know, we're now at a period of time where it's not... Starving artist or You know, multi-millionaire Like, yeah. you know, there is the possibility of making, making low, You know, high Two-figure income, low yeah. six-figure income Or or maybe even just Like 30,000, you know Which is a respectable, like you could, there are places You could live totally fine I guarantee you a lot of
4: your favorite bands yeah. Are in that realm
1: Benji
4: Dick. I only
3: oh, like only two no. <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Yeah, I Yeah <laughs> Was it soft loud, soft or oh, the, the, the Pixies, the one with the oh well, the, well they're on the caching cash cash tour, tour, right tour right now. God bless. Oh yeah 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 good for them. But they were talking about you know they they're getting they in the in the documentary they're all getting ready for the tour and talking about practicing and you know uh, the one guy's like yeah well you know I have absolutely no money left and so I got to do something and then I was like yeah I you know I've been I, you know I've got two other bands that seem successful but I have no cash either. I'm going to be doing it, and uh, I think Frank Black was saying, "No matter what I do, people keep saying, I keep, keep preparing everything I do with the Pixies." So I have no money either, and so we're going to go on tour. And it's, you know, I don't know the band. I didn't. I never imagined them living in giant mansions, but I assumed that because everyone knows their name and right. you can buy their CD in any record store you walk into, and they have their own section in iTunes if they someone. that they had some money. But that's not the case. Well, I mean, wasn't. they had some, but I think
4: now, because now they're probably doing. They just did the big yeah, and to to record label. And they didn't no they're cash putting out an album,
3: they're putting out an album. Why would they put out a new album? People were like, when are they going to put out a new album? I was like, why would you, man? <laughs> That's money they lose. Just write new songs and sing them on tour. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it seems like you have to own your you have to own yourself top to bottom in order to do it. Yeah, probably. You know, the big problem is young people being suckered into bad deals.
1: Yeah.
3: You know, I mean, yeah. paying for the myth. Well, you know, I don't know.
1: Well, and for some of those people, they give, they give them, you know, the well, one thing that you do get is you get maybe like six months of them in the life. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. you do, you get to live large for a little a little while.
4: That's a lot of cocaine. But I wonder if it's Or this a same. lot
1: of whatever you like. To, you, know. And, you know,
4: and, you
1: know, they're. Well,
4: they, they used to serve a purpose. It's easy to forget that. They're, that purpose is. Getting harder to qualify,
3: but right. yeah, 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 for themselves as well. Yeah, also have trouble figuring out what the hell they're doing. I uh, a I on am only vaguely related now. Uh, I, I I got a letter from NBC Universal a couple weeks ago because I downloaded the, uh, the Firefly movie Serenity through uh, through one of the uh, through BitTorrent, and they sent me a letter saying we saw that you were downloaded this what? cease and desist.
0: Man, this is the Big Brother podcast. What? Wow.
3: Yeah, yeah. I've never received anything like that before. And, of course, that was the only file I've ever bit torrented in my life. So I was shocked and appalled. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, they, they sent so, the
2: I mean, letter. Means, they sent maybe
3: you could your, explain to me your how your that
1: Your gave up your IP address? Or?
3: Yeah, I think what happens is, uh, in this case, NBC NBCUniversal. Um, they were running the... the no, pair. I think they just ran a client. That went out and downloaded and just, and you copies see of their it, stuff, and you could see, can see who was, who see was it, sharing yeah. it, who was seeding it. They took down those IP addresses, found out what. Well, and now that Comcast out. owns them, right? <laughs> yeah, Comcast <laughs> them. IP It's drugs. just going to be on your bill now. <laughs> yeah. So they, yeah. So they sent an email to the Charter saying, you know, this ISP, this this IP address was sharing this file illegally, and the Charter looked up my information and forwarded the letter on to me. So I don't think Charter had any direct communication or giving information to NBC Universal. They just said, well the Charter just passed the yeah, along, too. NBC Universal asked us to make this activity stop. This activity was coming from you, so we are asking you to stop kind of a thing. Interesting oh. that Charter is the one connecting
0: line between these two sweet sp- well, of
3: Well sp- yeah, because in in Northampton the, the connecting line would be would be Comcast. And in which case Comcast could say, Well, you know what, actually we are NBC Universal, and we decided that when you share a file like that, that's the equivalent of renting it on pay-per-view three hundred times. We're just going to add it to your bill because we have your IP address and we know for a fact it was you. But I, uh, I wonder sometimes—is like some just like if they if they, hey, they all just one time,
1: then maybe I'd be okay with
3: that. Well, I mean, <laughs> at this point, there's almost no there's almost no reason for them to make you stop sharing files, right? Because they they can just pay they can just charge you for it. Yeah, why <laughs> wow. not? That's yeah. I, I drew yeah. a ten thousand
4: dollar bill, sir. I had a vague notion that stuff like I've heard rumors that things like that yeah, happen. Yeah. I could
0: not believe it. High. I've never believed
4: it actually happened.
0: I was shocked. <laughs> so, what, but what was the upshot of the letter? Just
3: explained to my wife. It was oh, just like, no big deal. It's just, it just knocked it, it off, basically. basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I stopped, yeah. nothing else happened. But because I was doing it, I had the impression that I, I you know, I don't know, I could be answered. But
1: How are you going to get the rest of the episodes now?
3: <laughs> oh well, you know what? It's a kind of funny story. I. uh <laughs> We, 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 already <laughs> we, had, we already had all the rest of the episodes, and I even have the movie on DVD, but it's the SD format, and I have a nice HDTV, so okay. I will download the HD version. Kind of funny. After, afterwards, it turns out it's all subtitled in Chinese, which I find <laughs> annoying. <laughs> so I go on Netflix, and it's on On Demand. <laughs> so I was just watching just watch on Netflix On Demand. Mm-hmm. Most pointless thing. Which is a legitimate way. <laughs> a legitimate to, way to watch something free. You're
4: paying a monthly fee that you know. Again, NBC Universal probably sees little to no money from. It's just all. Yeah,
3: it's just all these. All little. When I was a kid, so we the, used to joke about the kind of things that happened in the USSR. Now they never happen here. <laughs> <laughs> but the, I'm not even that old. For crying out loud. But the real moral behind that story is that if you're gonna run a torrent, make sure you go to a cafe and use their. And yeah, be careful. Be careful. Watch out. Yeah, Watch people. Are, people do pay attention to that stuff. Or join a private tracker, maybe. Oh, okay. that's not unreasonable. Tor or whatever it is. Uh, uh, Tor is not really gonna work for like high, high passing uh, traffic. Yeah it bounces you around yeah. places and yeah. all those places are just donating bandwidth for free so you know that's if you yeah. actually want to commit escape yeah if you're fighting, if you're fighting freedom you know <laughs> in <laughs> Afghanistan you know awesome if you're using it to download the movie illegally you probably should feel a little bit bad about that fighting <laughs> <laughs> freedom <laughs> that's just weird fighting <laughs> for freedom oh look at that mental slip Oh the double speak doublespeak is so ingrained. I, I mentally equated freedom with slavery. Oh my god, I'm lost. I, I have uh, got, got a blister on my on my ankle. Oh I think it's an ulcer. <laughs> <laughs> is it still okay to love? I
4: don't know. Wow, hey, it's funny, it's Just I have a friend who bit towards things all the time and <laughs> I, I just uh <laughs> I'm gonna have to talk to him. You're gonna have, you have to, to give him things up.
1: I'm That's sure right. the moral of the story. There's a whole, there's probably whole classes of content that aren't as um, monitored as as NBC Universal properties.
4: <laughs> yes, I guess. I don't
1: know. <laughs> anyway, does anybody have any other
3: topics? No, no. <laughs> We're going um, down this red hole for this long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. I already. Well, I'm glad we did it. Kind anyway. uh, <laughs> my name where I worked
4: uh, you know. Well you know, you tried it once. Now you know better.
1: We I mean, also know better. if you think about it, the oh A- AT- 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 T- sorry, the 18- A- team was on NBC. So oh, no. it might be yeah. something to think about. <laughs> it's really a one stop
4: shopping for them right now <laughs> no. as far as the you know.
3: Yeah, just
1: initial
4: letter. <laughs> yeah. Just 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 send the bill too. Yeah, all right. Well, good night from us then.